So what's up, HVAC crew? Welcome back to another episode of HVAC R&D. Uh, I'm on intro duty this evening, so, uh, you know, I'll get to enjoy it a little bit, milk it a little bit. Uh-oh. There you go. What? Uh-oh. Heard some, heard some coughing in the other room. Uh-oh. Kristen, don't be getting the COVID. Oh, no. No. COVID's gone. COVID's gone. It's flu season. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently we got flu now. Okay, is she done coughing yet? I'm about to start this over. Alright, I'm gonna do it over. That was All terrible. Right. I haven't done this in like 50 episodes. Alright. Alright, we'll go again. So what's up? Oh, no, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> bloopers for real. Oh, Fucking yeah. bloopers for real. Let's well, and you're, and you're, <laughs> and you're like, you're, 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 uh, Dang it, maybe I turned up too much. Yeah, was I too close? Well, you were like, what's up? You got in there and like... <laughs> this is going to be the worst fucking intro ever. You're not going to edit any of it. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've already used up my F-bombs for the episode. i got to be good now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, HVAC crew. So that now that I have absolutely butchered and wrecked this intro, I hope you all are horse laughing at some point. Um... So I guess uh, it's about time. <laughs> Let's get it going. Yeah, come on. Woo! <laughs> Dear God. This episode of HVAC R&D is sponsored by BetterHelp. Unlike the mystery equipment we roll up on every day as service professionals, life doesn't come with a schematic, charging chart, or sequence of operations list to follow. As tradespeople, we work in a fast-paced and ever-changing industry, and it's normal to sometimes feel overwhelmed or stressed. And it's not just you. We all have difficult things happen in life, and you're not alone. Whether it's trying to figure out if your compressor is shorted to ground or you've got a clogged condensate drain, Maybe you're looking at a job or career change, or perhaps you're becoming a new spouse or a new parent. Encountering any challenge in life can make you feel unsure. There are all kinds of things that are happening in everyone's lives all the time. As service professionals, we are taught to properly diagnose problems with equipment, repair it, replace it, or improve it, and bring it back into service with all the necessary accessories and fail-safes in place and in proper functioning order, because life happens with mechanical things with moving and thinking parts. And just like all the equipment we work on that needs consistent care and service from time to time, so do you. Therapists are the trade service professionals of the mind. They're trained to help you figure out the cause of conflicting and challenging emotions and learn productive coping strategies for dealing with those emotions, making therapy the closest thing to a factory tour of the most important piece of equipment in our lives, our brain, that you'll ever get. We're constantly in front of new people and new scenarios each and every day, and it's natural to sometimes feel overwhelmed and out of place. We want you guys to know that therapy is a positive thing. 
It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to ask for help, and it's okay to seek out professional advice and guidance. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched over 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. It's affordable, and once you sign up, you just fill out their brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If your polarity's off with your therapist, you can easily switch to a new one anytime at no cost to you. Trade crew, I'm telling you that access to therapy could not be simpler. There's no traffic, no waiting rooms, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash HVACRND. That's BetterHelp.com slash HVACRND. That's 10% off at BetterHelp.com slash HVACRND. So what's up, HVAC crew? Um, Dennis here with HVAC R&D. Ride and crush the intro there. Welcome to the show. Yep, welcome to the show. It is uh, Thursday night. You're listening to this. It's Friday. Um, Been a long week. Yep, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I didn't even realize on the last show we did not say nothing about Thanksgiving. No, we didn't. Because it was two weeks before when we actually recorded it, so. That's true. Um, so yeah, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I know I did. Uh, back in the gym, had a lot of stuffing, dressing, gravy, the whole nine. Um, smoked the turkey. God, so, yeah. I never even put together my green bean casserole real. That cheese pool is ridiculous. Yeah, it looked good. The picture mm. was sent. So yeah, we yeah. got no guests tonight, just us. Um, we are going to, it's not going to be a long show, but it's going to be packed full of stuff. So absolutely. I'm Pure entertainment. We got some, we got a little crawl space confession. We got another Jobin voicemail. Nice. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, uh. Well, we got you. You got to do your. Uh, you got to do some promo. Oh, yep. yep, shameless self promo time. Uh, so uh, now that I, this is the, the part I'm usually comfortable with, right? It's been my my go to. Like the last thirty episodes, got you know, put on the spot to do an intro today. Didn't know what to do. Obviously, <laughs> uh, it's been a while. A little out of practice. So. Uh, you know, if you haven't been following us on social media, please go and check us out on Instagram and TikTok at H-V-A-C-R-N-D. It's N as in Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not cool enough to let us use the and symbol. Sorry, everybody. But, you know, makes it nice and seamless. So Instagram, TikTok at H-V-A-C-R-N-D. Also follow us on Facebook at H-V-A-C-R-N-D. Because, yeah, I didn't think about that one. Should have Should have been a... Uh, straightforward with that but why would i make life easy on everyone no so in order to make life easy i have included uh there's a link tree on the bio of our instagram and all our social media so you can find everything from there without having to remember all this as long as you're following us somewhere also make sure to check us out on trade hounds which we just clipped over uh, 1300 members nice. of our trade crew so thank you everyone for joining us um it is an app exclusively for tradespeople, community, camaraderie, fostering the big trade family. Some exclusive content over there from us, so uh, go and check it out. Also, um, 
make sure that if you have not gotten your tickets to the HVAC Tactical Awards, make sure to get on HVACTactical.com and get those. Also, you can watch the live stream of the event for free this year. Um, I shot emails back and forth to Ben a little bit earlier today. Um, he may be joining us on the show to give us some more details in a couple of weeks. So uh, stay Wait. tuned for that. Um, but as always, you can find out all that info at HVACTactical.com or check him out on Instagram at HVAC Tactical. Also, um, Tactical Awards leads us into AHR 2023 in Atlanta. So please come get registered, get to Atlanta, come see us in the podcast pavilion. It is conveniently located uh, right next to the podcast beer garden, which we will uh, make sure we are holding that thing down the entire oh, time. Yeah. Hold so, it down. Uh, yep, that's right. Come see us, I cannot everybody. believe they put that over there. They invited the wrong two for that <laughs> one, apparently. Um, we are going to crush it. But we've got recordings live from the podcast floor. Primarily, we're in Podcast Pavilion 1, so Monday from 4 to 6. Not quite to the point of letting you know who it's going to be with, but it's going to be an epic show on Monday from 4 to 6, Podcast Pavilion 1. Tuesday from 3 to 4, Podcast Pavilion 1 also. Tuesday 5 to 6, after a brief meet and greet session in Podcast Pavilion 2. And then Wednesday from 3 to 4, we will be bookending the closing ceremony, as we would like to call it. Uh, of AHR and Podcast Pavilion 1. So we're going to shut that place down with everybody else, talk about all the cool stuff we saw for the three days, and, uh, you know, come check us out there. Also, we are having meet and greets Monday from 3 to 4, Tuesday from 4 to 5, and Wednesday from 11.30 to 1. So please come and see us. If you need any other information, please just check the link tree in our bio of social media, like I've said before, and you'll be able to find out pretty much everything else from there. And as always, if you've got any just random crazy question or a crawl space confession, which we're happy to take those, yep, uh, shoot me an email at hvacrd at gmail.com. And, you know, with that, I will turn it over to Dennis to discuss the next important topic of our show. Yeah, hopefully what we're drinking. Absolutely. Because I'm parched. Well, what you got there, buddy? Well, so I made a trip to uh, to New Bern, North Carolina this week for a site visit. So I went ahead and picked up a beach beer. Um, I know it's wintertime and cold as crap outside, but um, I ran across this one. It's not North Carolina. It's South Carolina. So it's Westbrook brewing i don't know if you've heard of them i have not so mount pleasant south carolina nice i have it heard is, of that place yeah so it's called one claw and it is a you'll like this riding one claw is a rye pale ale made with a heavy handful of malted rye and scoops of favorite of our favorite hop varieties so it's a five and a half percent, yeah, one claw. So it's got a crab on there with just one claw. One claw to rule them all. Let's see how one can opens. That was a uh, that was a little Solid. bit of a dud. I want to say maybe because I got my headphones on. Adding reverb to that one. Let's see what. Absolutely. 
Oh, I can smell it before I even taste it. It is <laughs> hoppy. Oof. Yep. A rye pale ale? I don't think I've ever had a rye pale ale. Oh, that is... That is pale, my friends. That is hoptastic. Woo! Mmm. <laughs> tastes like a... Uh, tastes like an HVAC foodie or a mat beer. Nice. But it's only 5.5%, so... It's a good beer. I don't know if it's a summer beer. It's kind of. Well, it's not summer, so. Or a beachy fair. beer. You know what I mean. Fair play. It's kind of heavy. So what you got? Well, uh, it's been quite a while since I brought a meal in a can. So I thought it would be appropriate tonight. That a boy. I've been so, missing those. <laughs> so I am drinking. A beer called Mini Faces. It is a chocolate peanut butter brown ale from <laughs> Town Brewing Company. It's a tall boy, nice 16 ouncer. Mm. 8% volume or per volume. Oh, that's a stout one. So let's see. Oh, yeah, I can tell it was a tall boy. Oh, you can definitely get the the chocolate from it. You said chocolate peanut butter? Yep, chocolate peanut butter brown ale. <laughs> yeah, it's like drinking a chocolate peanut butter candy bar with beer. All right, so off off subject but on subject with the chocolate. Have you seen the TikTok where the guy makes a Yoohoo? No. Oh, dude. He he takes a yoo-hoo and drinks it, and he says, apparently you can make a yoo-hoo with Hershey syrup and water. So he gets a glass of water, squirts Hershey syrup in there, stirs it up, and it's yoo-hoo. He's like, apparently we've been drinking chocolate water our whole childhood, and we were lied to. Um, which I, like- I knew... <laughs> I, knew I feel like Limp Biscuit water. figured that out, but just gave it to us in a riddle. So in that one album, uh, no, it's hot dog flavored water. Yeah, chocolate starfish. That's what I said. It was a riddle. He oh, had to yeah. figure it figured out. He just wouldn't tell you the truth. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, give me something. Why does hot dog flavored water just just sound bad? It sounds pretty rough. So Corey, <laughs> Corey likes to eat the little the Vienna sausages. The Vieners. Don't be knocking the Wiener schnitzels. I know. (laughs) He's like, oh man, I got weenie water on me. (laughs) (laughs) He opened the can, the water went everywhere. He's like, watch out, that's weenie water going everywhere. (laughs) Watch out for the weenie water. Oh, weenie water. I remember the days of uh, working for Cajun Joe. Oh, the barbecue ones are good. The smoked ones were good too. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I remember the days of working for Cajun Joe and, uh, you're on a job site that's a mile away from, or not a mile, an hour away from civilization. So right. you have a toolbox full of either potted meat or Wiener sausages. Yep. 
with nothing but mustard and saltines. There you go. Who makes those? What's the brand? Uh, Armor. Armor. So our buddy Zach was texting me. So anytime we're on the show and we're like, ah, what was the name of that? Oh, I think it was this. Oh, I think it was that. He's always screaming in his car. You idiots. It's this. (laughs) It's like, we're not live, Zach. But he'll text me and he texts me one thing that we, I think it was the, we were talking about video games. Oh, what did we ruin? Oh, we, we butchered something. Oh God. That's why we got to get a Google guy. That's right. Our Google. That's what guy. I'm here for. I just didn't. Apparently, I didn't know to Google something. I'm feeling what today? Oh, if that's actually a button. Yeah. Thought that was the whole point of this. Here it is. No, I didn't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Go to Google.com and you can literally click. I'm feeling lucky, but if you hold it over it, it'll spin to something else. Sort of be like, I'm feeling adventurous. (laughs) All right, I'm feeling, let's see. Kimming is what came up. Let's see, now we got to Google that because I don't even know what the hell that means. I technically just did. So I said, I'm feeling lucky, and this is what happened. So, let's see. All right, this is kind of funny. Coin, see, Kimming. Is coined by various sources in the early 1990s as an intentional misspelling of kerning by combining the R and N into an M. All right, well, this is boring. More oh, like God. I'm feeling bored. What yep, the hell? Moving on. All right. Uh, it is also the name of a snug, informal Chinese restaurant offering traditional and elevated fare <laughs> at varying spice levels in Washington, D.C. No, excuse me. Washington Street in Hoboken, New Jersey. Oh, you screwed that one up, didn't I? All right. Hoboken. I'm going to feel lucky again. What happens round two? So, speaking of Jersey. Oh, roll dice. Oh, you clicked okay. roll dice? No, I clicked I'm feeling lucky and it brought up roll dice. There we go. That's See, our speed. That's our speed right there. Speaking of which, I told you, uh, I told you about the emailing the people from the barbecue place, right? Yes. I've still not gotten an answer. So disappointing. Right. So when I was in Texas, I ate at a barbecue joint called um, Hard Eight Barbecue. Uh, brought Dennis and I shirts back. It's pretty sweet. Apparently, the people that own the place, and this is by rumor, so don't, you know, don't torture me if I'm wrong here. Uh, from, from what I understand from the staff that, talked with us briefly um the owners are big craps players and supposedly they won the money to start the restaurant betting on and rolling a hard eight wow so i invited the people in the email last week after i featured them on our little uh, small business saturday stuff um i sent them an email trying to see if we can get one of the owners to come on the show and tell the story Or at least, can I get like a 10-minute interview with you to put on the show? Right. Um, That's a big bet. Well, and and speaking of the little interview snippets, um, I'll pose this question to you guys as listeners. Because, you know, not everybody has time to come and goof off with us for hours on end of being stupid or whatever we feel like talking about sometimes. 
But, you know, there's times where we might could get, you know, a 15, 20 minute interview with people. You know, would you guys be interested in some little short segments, you know, dropped into the show here and there? You know, what do you think? I like that idea. Um, like middle of the day, you get you go on a call with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, we've I've I've had some some calls here and there, and this are different people we've talked to. But you know, I talked with a, a lady from a different manufacturer today, and we were she was telling me a story. Her husband's a plumber, so she was telling me one of his stories. And there's sometimes like you know, it'd been great if I could have got that on on tape and just on gave tape. them a shout out. You know, I knew you were gonna say that on tape. Sorry. <laughs> Old school here. Could have got that on a... Roll that beautiful beat footage. Right. (laughs) All right, so we are going to get into some HVAC tonight. At some point. But first, let's catch up a little bit. So what do you... uh, Are you in the Christmas spirit yet? You feeling Uh, it? I'm getting there. I swear this year... I feel like it was just Halloween. Well, I mean, Lowe's had their Christmas shit out since Halloween. I know, so. I know, and that I feel me like out we've already time. had Christmas, and now we're <laughs> it's January. Yep. Um. So the the tree is out. Last year we we had a tree that uh, after I think four or five years had finally come to the end of its life. So it did not get a renewed contract. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was replaced. Yeah. Um, so we've got a new tree, which we actually bought a smaller tree in anticipation of using it as a decorative tree somewhere else next year. But it was just easy to use right now. So we've got a small tree this year. Still a six foot tree. It's just a skinny six foot tree. Yep. No judgment on the the thickness of my Christmas tree. Sorry, everybody. Um. <laughs> The nice thing is, with little Cody, who like I say, little, he's the the biggest of our dogs. But his uh, his main path for chasing a ball down the hallway is right through where a big tree would be. So yeah. it's also a bit strategic that we don't have this extra two feet of tree sticking out in the middle of nowhere for him to run into multiple times a day. Because I could just see that tree crashing down. I'm still worried about it enough with the tree skirt underneath it. I don't know how long that's going to survive before he clips that thing and either busts his butt or pulls the tree down. But you never know. Um, yeah, we're full bore over here right now. It's I've decorated the outside, lights everywhere. I got the inside. Corey said it's not time yet. But he gets in my truck, Christmas, Christmas music's going. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to force it a little bit. I don't know. I got to get going. So we're headed to New York. Um, Saturday for our my work's Christmas party. Um, well, we're headed to Pennsylvania and then driving over to New York. So I think that may do it. Because the tree, we're going to check out the tree lighting and everything. So that's cool. Um. Yeah, so we'll be right in the heart of. Uh, I feel like it's it's pretty heavy Christmas down there. You mean up there? Up there, yeah, it ain't down there for sure. It's going to be a high well, of about forty. Well, in a way, it's down there because it's lower elevation. 
No. But... Uh, was it further up in uh, latitudes? Is that or am I got that right? Latitude. <laughs> <laughs> now I can hear Jimmy Buffett in my head. Also took a fantasy football beatdown. Uh oh. Yeah, from my boss's daughter. Oh. She and she and Carly she did coming a, in hot. Carly did an auto pick of teams. Her team was auto drafted. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> Which, dude, oh, I'm just, I just can't get this fantasy thing. I mean, I can't win with, with what I'm doing. I'm like going for big names, and then I'm like, you know what? I want to just, just do based on like last game points. And she had a running back that put up 48 points. Dang. Which is, which is a shit road. That is a shit road. I mean, she what did pretty that much beat me the... with that guy. Who was that guy? Now I want to look at what his week was. Jesus. Here, let me... Yeah, I mean, all she had to do was have just decent... She had like a kicker put up 20 points. I mean, it was just kind of not really fair, but... See, there it is, the match. Oh, all my soccer talk is finally starting to mess him up. <laughs> what we learned from week 12 in the NFL. <laughs> like this, the Jets offense can work. Yeah. Who is the best fantasy football running back right now? <laughs> oh, here we go. Nick it was, Chubb. It was, uh, here it is. Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. There he is. He put up 48.3 points against me. Whew. Her other running back, Eckler, put up 25. Jeez. And after that, it didn't matter. Like, yeah, it was over. I mean, her. She had Russell Wilson, horrible quarterback. He put up eight points. Um, her tight end put up zero. Her wide receiver put up eight. But I mean, my guy's just completely shut the bed. I, I don't know. She's in last place in the league. She just, hey, just you know, give me a straight beat down. I beat Corey happens. in his league. He was pretty upset about that. Mm. I, I beat him by point five. <laughs> I beat him with like a linebacker on the last day on a Monday I'm, night football. I'm going to sound like a terrible NFL fan, which I guess I am. I used to know the name of like everybody in every sport as a kid or even, even in college. Um, yep. Cannot do that anymore. Nah, I don't have time, man. I can't. I'm, I'm too. I got too much 
stuff going on. Yeah. So, um, what have you been getting into, like, work-related, HVAC-related? Um, I've got another round of training coming up next week. Um, mostly, I've been dealing with uh, pricing or lack thereof. Um, right. Lack thereof competitive information in the market. Uh, that's 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 ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah. We've got everybody hounding us for SEER 2 numbers. Yeah, they don't have any SEER 2 numbers from anybody else either, so nobody has anything. Um, I met with a guy last week. He's like, yeah, I got my new train book. We went through his new train book. There's not a single SEER 2 thing in it. Nothing. Like and it, on new equipment? Nothing. Wow. Not a single piece is in it. 128 pages of bullshit. No SEER 2 numbers. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, um, it's, it's crazy how little I've actually seen of Seer 2 stuff. So I had a class today in Hickory. 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 Um, oh, yeah, Re- reposted it. Go check it out, everybody. Y'all gonna learn today. Yeah, I don't know. Where, where did that picture even come from? Um, uh, your buddy Nick's LinkedIn page. Oh. The Sweet. best part is that you were training on Bosch in the, the Mitsubishi training room. That was the best part. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> thanks Mitsubishi for the training room. You're welcome, it, sir. It was turned the wrong way. It's a it's a wide, skinny room. It was interesting. I did it, I saw the other pictures as well. I yeah, there's just it's set up wrong. It was everybody was just right there in front of me. The room's really wide, but it's not deep. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> It just doesn't work. It'd have been funnier if you were set up on the short side and just yelled to the other end. Yeah, and everybody had to just turn their head to the left. <laughs> <laughs> so I got into some what's coming in January, and nobody in there was really aware. I Which, still, again, is blowing my mind. I know. It was 20, 25 guys in there, probably. Um, had some good barbecue. Came out, a little lunch and learn. But, um, yeah, so I was getting into, um, in that market there, that area, you know, 14 sear and basic stuff, you know, and we started getting into the inverter technology and it was just like, started to lose them. Well, and that's what, you know, I'm seeing that on. On your side, you're inverter from the jump. My side, there's a little bit of stage stuff, but then it's going to, I almost want to call it a mock inverter. Does that make sense? It's like it, it, it kind of wants you to, and this is not knocking any brands. This is what most, a lot of brands are doing this. You know, they're running two, three, or, you know, multi stages, but it's an internally staged compressor. Right. So it, I time, to, so it, yeah, so it's time. So, it, it almost seems like it's like, we wanted to be an inverter, but we didn't quite want to commit. Um, well, you got to, if everything, if every brand, you know. That's true. Got to differentiate the market. Yeah, you got to have minimum, good, better, best. Yep. A uh, little something for everybody. But I just feel like that's almost, it's on its way out, man. I think it is. I mean, we're I obviously think it, going to I think it's going to be long. I mean. 
Well, yeah, because there's <clears throat> some people like them, particularly, you know, they're going base two stage from the jump on the heat bump side. Right. Um, most everybody else, they're just hacking off the bottom and going with whatever. But I swear at this point, it's like if you're going to buy a 16 seer, at least I'd rather have a two stage 16 seer than a single stage. Yeah. No, like I said, there. Here's the other thing. New construction homes are becoming more tight. Yep. And when you got a house that's foamed, right? If even if it's just the attic or the uh, roof line, single stage is going to get a lot harder to size it properly. Yep. Because you can miss that. It don't take much. Um, you get it all put in, and then summer comes around, and they. They got they got high humidity because it's not running because there's there's not much of a load there, so yeah the houses are getting more advanced. Um, what's the word for it? It's like the equipment's got to come with it. Uh, uh, evolve or dissolve? What? Evolve or dissolve? <laughs> yes. Uh, performance like high performance housing right like everything yep 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 house rat foam you know the walls are foamed lead what is it lead certified is that what it is yeah or lead certification energy star all those well energy those star and whistles well yeah an energy star is a pretty basic house right yep it's become that you know you sue yeah. a decade ago it was like oh your house is energy star damn well how much more did you spend well, that's what, like, like R30 in the attic and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, windows. Yep. Windows are a little better. But, you know, I worked on a house this past summer that had a 16 sear. It was a, it was a rude two-stage 16 sear heat pump two-stage. <laughs> uh, and he couldn't, he couldn't get the humidity down, but it, he sized it based on the roof line only being foamed and the builder it was the builder's house and he ended up just foaming everything he's like ah, I got a good deal well he didn't tell the contractor that because he didn't think it mattered yep or seen the, that you know. before so it's a it's a ton and a half too large I mean so there's I mean I went over there tried to slow the blower down you know I, there's, I mean, there's nothing else you can do. So no, there's not. Put in a standalone dehumidification, but that's even then. Doing. But that's not going to fix the fact that you're grossly oversized, right? So I was listening to McCready, and he was talking to a guy about some humidity, and uh, you know, like a seventy pint a day is only another ton. It's only like one ton of air conditioning, essentially, that you're removing. So, depending on how you sized it, you're really not getting that much better, you know? Nope. Just throwing in a 70-pint dehumidifier on your system. Um, so, that's where inverter comes in. We're going to get into that here in a little bit. But uh, that's eight, I was going to say, by the way, that's HVAC know-it-all. If uh, anyone doesn't know who Gary McCready is, oh yeah, HVAC Noto. I've been listening to his stuff here lately, just changing it up a little bit. 
Um, so as far as as far as what I got into this week, I did have a site visit at the beach on an older uh, older Bosch product, one of the first first gens. Um, I went out there the day before because it was a five hour drive. Stayed at a bar called Pirates Cove. I didn't stay there. I just popped in there. Just hung out. <laughs> yeah, I just stayed there. Um, slept there. But the whole bar, I put a little put a little video on our story on Instagram, but the whole bar was a fish tank. It was like forty foot long, probably three foot wide six inches thick it was just full of fish and i'm sitting at the bar and i could not stop watching the fish in this thing it's i don't even want to know how much of a pain in the ass is clean that thing it's gotta be i was trying to look into that i was like where the hell is the filter and (laughs) i mean the fish are just running around you know swimming around there like they're just it was clean it was clear i mean sweet bar all I can think about is if it was the fish from uh, Finding Nemo. They're like, we're going to soot this thing up a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, we're going to get out of here. we got to get out of this. This is the dumbest fish tank we've ever been in. There's like, all I'm these so... people staring down at us with these glasses. <laughs> they will not stop looking at us. <laughs> this one little fish just hung out with me and just stared at me the whole time. Every time I look down, he's just staring at me. You're the first person I've seen all day. Will you be my friend? <laughs> Uh, I was the only one in there. Of course, it was a Tuesday night. Um, so, yeah, they, they've had some intermittent problems with this thing. The homeowners wanting to rip it out. Uh, they want all new stuff. So, I had to go out there for one last hoorah. And, uh, you know, the technician that showed up, the company that kind of just inherited this problem, uh, they didn't install the, the, the unit. So, he shows up. And he comes walking, and nothing against this, but he comes walking up to the door with the biggest tool bag I have ever seen. (laughs) It was like the biggest veto pack they make. And I could tell it was just about to rip his arm off. I'm like, dude. You got enough there? He's got his, of course, it was pouring down rain. He's got his Trade Fox umbrella. Um, which is for sun, by the way, <laughs> I got drenched sitting under this thing after it dumped on it for about 30 minutes. It was not waterproof anymore. Um, which you're not supposed to be working on this stuff in the rain. That's not what that's for. No. So it's for sun for sure. But, uh, that's what he had. So we were trying to use that. Um, and so HVAC know-it-all will say this sometimes on the show. Use all your senses, right? Your six senses to find the problem for troubleshooting. So they've had intermittent problems on this thing. And when I say problems, they've, you know, it'll just quit working. It'll run for two weeks and just quit. Um, the homeowner would actually call in to Bosch, which is no good, right? No. No, he tech support can't do nothing with him. Um, so there was still no tech on the job every time he called. But so 
I go out to the outdoor unit, I don't have a call coming out there, low voltage call. So I go back inside and go up to the air handler. No power on the air handler, but the disconnect is in. I reach up there to pull the disconnect out and it's like, it pulls out real easy. Just whoop, slips right out. And I'm like, wow, okay. I push it back in and I can hear it just arcing, just and it was it was it was real faint, but the tech's sitting there, you know, with his ginormous backpack. And it was quiet up there, and I'm like, Did you hear that? He's like, That arcing in there? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Yeah, that ain't good. I'm like, No, that's not good. And I would just lay my finger on the disconnect, the 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 pull out, and it would just start arcing. Sparks flying. <laughs> I mean, I would barely touch it. So I'm like, dude, this has been the problem the whole time. He's like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm like, yeah, it is. So we're going to need a disconnect. So change the disconnect. Had good power. Ran it through all the tests, check pressures, you know, voltages. Everything was good. And so far, so good. So I think, uh, I think that was, uh, you know, so don't overthink it, right? Everybody was out there. There was no codes. Everybody just kept going to that outdoor unit because it's got, you know, three boards on it. It's massive and there's a lot going on with it. And it's like, it's got to be the board. Where's crisscross applesauce at? Oh, uh, Jace. <laughs> <laughs> but we just back up a little bit and start with the simple stuff, you know? Yep tough sometimes though been there done that well and i can also uh, i'm sure it's it's tougher also being you're the guy that inherited the problem you're like i just want to get this over and get out of here this is not even I, this isn't my fault right uh, i don't want oh, yeah. to keep thinking about this no I, I get that mindset too well and and i have to also remember that's my only call that day now i did have to drive five hours and stay in a hotel and <laughs> go to the next day but True. that's that's my call like i have to fix that before i head back yeah he's got a bunch of calls after that and then he's got a bunch more tomorrow and a bunch more the next day right this just another call for him but i feel like when you start to take you know, approach each call like it's, you know, it can't just be a numbers game. We've said this on here before, like guys that want to run seven, eight, nine calls a day. Yep. They're not good calls. You're, you're not approaching them properly. Um, those guys don't catch this problem we just had, right? They got voltage. They don't. They, uh, they start replacing parts in the air handler. Um, they start changing breakers when all you got to do is check out the disconnect, right? Why is it arcing? And all, and all I did was listen to it, right? I'm like, I pushed it in. Usually you get one little spark, you know, that's fine. Yep. But it just kept doing that. And I'm like, hmm. Of course, I took the disconnect apart and there's the 
the white wire going from the air handler from the disconnect was brown so it's been uh, it's been heated up quite a bit because of that arcing but yeah just to, you know trying to approach these things uh especially with this new new equipment coming down the road you can't just run in there and throw some gauges on it and shoot some you know shoot some 410 in it and move on no that you can't things are getting a little different so well and that's what that's what training that i'm hosting next week all is is a new bluetooth commissioning training mm. for stuff because that's coming in hot in the industry no flip phone no flip phone uh no walkie talkie phone no maybe Nextel. a blackberry pearl maybe maybe i don't know <laughs> uh sidekick anybody mm. what's the speaking uh, of i was gonna say speaking of flip phones have you seen this new like flip the new flip phone with a foldable screen yep dude i, I just don't i just don't feel like that is gonna last you for two years or whatever phones are supposedly no, supposed to last i would these not days. that wouldn't last for with me no like i'd I'd go back to old school. I'd be slamming that some bitch shut. Sorry, sack of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? like there's nothing more satisfying than slamming a flip phone on somebody back in the day. <laughs> oh yeah, wham! <laughs> you just Wash. knew that they could hear how loud you hung up on them, and like it was like a hand whip, like whack. <laughs> the yeah, the the best one when you hold the you you held it with one hand and you just flung it and let it let it close on its own yep that's it this, <laughs> snap <sighs> <sighs> all right so i wanted to get your take uh, on on this Just, well you know our third segment here inverters and internally staged equipment yes i mean well, like I said, I, I still meet guys that are, are not comfortable with inverter technology or even know what's going on there. Nope. They're not. Um, a lot of guys. Actually. It still scares people. Um, people don't like mini splits still. Um, they're like, why can't it just be simple? It's like, well, unfortunately, uh, the days of simple single stage stuff are coming to an end. Yeah, and there's there's really no way around it. Um, regulation is getting rid of it. Regulation is going to get rid of more. Um, we got refrigerant changing again in two years. We've got eighty uh, percent furnaces more than likely are going to be banned nationwide, pretty much by twenty eight, right. or at least I think you may. South may end up kind of like it is up north right now. Like they can put them in if it's a change out. Like it can only be like for like, but you can't put a new one in. I believe is how that works. When we were talking to Jeff, I think that's kind of how it works up there. Right. Um, I've got a feeling you may see that in the south, but I can't see that lasting very long. There's so much 80% stuff down here that they're going to want to get rid of or get out. I think it's just, they're just going to be done um, by 28. Yeah. Georgia's full of 80s. Oof. So is Charlotte, though. My lord, man. Yeah, Charlotte is. You That's know, when I, I got. when I worked in, in Greenville, South Carolina, before coming and working in Charlotte, 
it really seemed like it was a much heavier heat pump market. Unless it now, if it was a new construction house, it was cheap split gas AC. But I swear, you know, eighty percent of what we sold were heat pumps. Right. And then when I came to work in Charlotte, you know, it was sixty forty split gas probably. And it honestly got even heavier than that at times for me. And I was like, wow, I just never imagined selling, you know, this much AC and furnace. Um, Because, I mean, even growing up in the mountains, we sold more heat pumps than we did dual fuel. We never sold air conditioners pretty much ever, unless it was a restaurant or something that was just always going to need cooling. Right. Um, Everything was pumps. And, I mean, that may have been because old Cajun Joe was ahead of his time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which, I mean, he still is. I mean, he puts in more mini splits than I think any contractor I have. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's... Especially where he's at. Yep. And... But now, you know, I've heard there's contractors up in... Up in Boone and up in other other places up, you know, near the Virginia border and up in the mountains that, you know, those guys, the bulk of what they're doing is mini splits because there's just, you know cabins and old things that are being retrofitted that it's just impossible to put ductwork in or never had ductwork to begin with so the only option you've got is you know just well we got a room yeah. we got a wood stove i guess we could put a mini split in here um you know that's that's it how cool is that in one room a wood stove and then a mini split on the yes. wall yes just just bringing them up to the future yep So we, I I was doing a little experiment today, uh, in this class. So I've got the, um, so Bosch, obviously everybody knows now I'm training on some Bosch equipment. Um, so Bosch has a 15 sear full inverter product. Now this is what, I guess this is what I wanted to get your take on these products being tested. Like they're being tested. It's just not working. No. To, to me, right? I mean, there's got to be a, we got to start testing these products differently as far as <clears throat> how they're rated, right? Because, well, and that's, that's the whole, I, I give it, that's the point of SEER 2 in a way is they're starting, it's starting. I think, to, it's yeah. starting to go that direction. Um, so this 15 SEER full inverter outdoor unit, um, I told everybody in class, I'm like, all right, so we, I hook up all the, the fill piece stuff that I got. We, I give it like a 0.4 static, uh, with the plenum. So we looked at the uh, blower chart and that was producing right at 800 CFM, um, two ton air handler. Okay. So we had our CFM and then according to the fill piece, we were removing 20, right at 24,000 BTUs of heat. I had it in AC mode. So removing 24,000 BTUs of heat. So we did the math on that. So you divide, you got 24,000 BTUs on top. And then on the bottom, it's um, volts times amps. So we needed to get a Watts number, right? So... I had, all right, Ryden's typing it down so we don't lose it here. Um, I had 3.2 amps 
times my voltage today was 242 at that time so and what we're doing we were literally calculating sear obviously not sear we were calculating eer because we wasn't checking it on a season all right so we had so we got what 774 there mm -hmm. so we got 24,000 btus divided by 774 That gives us 31.007 sear. So we did how many BTUs we were removing. Like I said, I used the field piece. Uh, it had the air probes. Divided by our watts, which is volts times amps. So, yeah. It actually comes up to 31.00. You you shit us one seer there, Ryden. 30.99. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so, I didn't round up. Um, Close enough for government work. That's right. <laughs> so that 15 seer Bosch product or any inverter product, right? When it starts out, um, and this thing was just running you know in cooling it had been running for 30 minutes it just trucking along there about half throttle um pulling three amps that's not 15 sear but that's all homeowner knows so i feel like that's 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 tough that's a tough sell in the home uh for a product like that, right, you're quoting that 15 sear inverter product up against somebody else's 15 sear two single stage, stage or, or single, single stage. Yeah, single stage, um, which is not apples to apples. No, it is not. Not even close. Um, so, I mean, this is we. This is a topic that I. The problem is two things. The homeowner only knows sear. But then they don't know what it means. I was going to say, but then they don't even know what it means. So They just know the higher the sear, the more it costs. And it just has to be better. Um, now, obviously, when you... On a sear rating, it's rated on a full season. Full cooling season, that is. Yeah. Um, but EER essentially is just uh, I guess you could say at that time like we just tested and that's crazy right I mean it's getting 30 sear yeah it's literally pull, just riding along at 30 sear I mean those inverter products their average amp draw is about three and a half amps for the whole for the whole year um, they might hit seven or eight in the winter or you know they're peak, out there pushing peak hard. Heating, or excuse me, peak cooling, but peak heat, yeah, peak heating, peak cooling. Um. So, the other thing is humidity, right? The temperature on the stat. It's like that was the worst thing they could have ever done. Is us? It should have been based on humidity, but we're we look at stats and it's just you know dry bulb. 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think I think some of this stuff's gonna have to change because it's not adding up now. I mean, the way the homeowners are looking at it, and the way we're trying to offer it, you know, guys are guys are having a lot of trouble with that. I mean, you got a big group of contractors that are going to have to start offering this type of product and have no idea how to sell it. Yeah. I think. I mean, oh, I mean you're, we're already seeing that. Um, there's a lot of guys that they struggle to quote anything, but, you know, 14 series single stage stuff. Um, I've got I've got a job site visit tomorrow for a, a 20 series heat pump that was that was having some issues so i get to i get to go uh mm. have fun with the homeowner tomorrow so stay tuned to that for that story next week <laughs> oh yeah um the guy's an engineer so it's gonna be even funner mm. yep so we Yay. shall see yeah i know i'm pumped i miss those yeah so these homeowners at the beach they were they were not happy Fortunately, they have, this is their third contractor working on this system and they just keep paying somebody else to work on it, which that's nobody else's fault. I mean, oh, uh, hey, we're back. I didn't know we weren't weren't back. Technical difficulties there. Yeah, sorry. Um, So, yeah, we will circle back to some more uh, inverter. Yeah, and like I said, I'll definitely uh, fill you guys in after tomorrow's uh, job site. Four ton twenty seer um, was making some really really weird noises. Um, based on the video I heard of it the first time, I thought it was like stuck in charge mode and doing something weird. But I, it's kind of crazy. That's weird. Yeah, you'll have to let me know what's going on there. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Some of those inverter, some of those rotary compressors do make, well, that's a scroll, but a variable speed scroll, but some of them do make a little bit of noise depending on what's going on with them. But, all right, so we got to get into some, uh, we got some big news here we got to get into. Oh. Are we there? We are there. So, um, you want to lead this one or you want me to take the lead on this well, one? Well, so I'll, I'll start it out. So, we've got a uh, HVAC R&D. Ryan's got sports management up here. So, <laughs> HVAC R&D, we have got our own athlete. So, we are sponsoring an athlete. Um with her endeavors and she's a fisherman yes she is and she's getting into bass fishing she's her dad's got her a boat he's getting it wrapped we got hvac r&d on the wrap um she's got some tournaments coming up so i'll let ryden get into a little more but basically we're gonna follow her along we're going to shoot her some swag, send her some shirts and hats. And uh, we're going to have a segment on the show. Maybe not every week. Maybe every week, depending on her season. 
and keep up with how she's doing and if she's winning and how many fish she caught. So she's getting into some big tournaments. Um, and I'm a big fisherman, so I thought it'd be cool for us to just kind of follow her along and see how she does. And I think Ryden's got her dad sent us some info about her. Yep, yep. We've got a little bio, and like Dennis said, Dennis is a fisherman. I honestly, some of the some of the best memories of my life were fishing in Louisiana with Cajun Joe when I was a kid. So, yep. Uh, yeah, definitely fisherman at heart over here. Um, so I'm not going to use last names, but this is so little girl of a guy that we worked with for a long period of time. Like I said, she's getting into getting into bass fishing. Um, she's had a couple of tournaments so far. She's done well. So she sent us a little bio so you can get some, some backstory on her. So I'll, I'll go through some of this and then, uh, so what's her age again? She's 11. I think that's her age range. Is she 11? Oh, God, if she's 11, I feel so old. I think she's um, 11. Ah, so, her name's Isabel. She goes by Izzy or Belle. Um, but her Instagram tag is at Rippin' Lips Ricky Lee. Yeah. I'll explain where kind of some of that comes from. <laughs> um, the Rippin' Lips thing is obviously a fishing term. But her great-grandfather, when she was like six months old, started calling her Ricky Lee. Um, kind of almost stuck. And yeah. it stuck. And that was, you know, that was close to what his name is. So it kind of just stuck there. And that's always been, you know, from her past. So, you know, she's always been, she's always been a little hunter. She loves the outdoors. And last year she started doing, um, she went to a friend's weigh-in. Uh, out on Lake Norman, knew she wanted to go fish with them, so she started in the middle school bracket and was eligible to fish with the North Lincoln High School fishing team. Um, her first tournament was on Lake James, and she got three fish for a weigh-in of four pounds eleven ounces. Mm. And then second tournament was on High Rock Lake, um, four fish for a weigh-in of six pounds eight ounces. Won the junior division out of a hundred and four boats. What I'm saying, right? Yeah. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, third and she's latest. 11. <laughs> yep, she's 11. So, her latest <laughs> tournament, um, which is where she really said it kind of all started, was on Lake Norman at Riley's Catch. Um, it was part of a big tournament for her. And then her next tournament is actually this coming weekend. It is December 4th on Mountain Island Lake. Um, it'll be her first school only tournament. So, she's excited. Um, She's got a sweet Garmin Live Scope. Uh, she's like, I kind of call it a bit of a cheater screen, but you know. Um, right. <laughs> but like I said, you know, her Instagram handle is at Rippin' Lips Ricky Lee. I'll put some links on our uh, our link tree so you can find her. Um, we'll be posting some info. I uh, hooked her up with a the last pink warrior hat. Um, she is definitely going to be our first uh, pink warrior youth athlete. So she's going to have a pink... Uh, HVAC R&D logo on her boat wrap. We're excited for that. Um, hooked her yeah, up with I mean, some let's... Pink Warrior stickers, a hat. We're going to get her some shirts. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're super excited to kind of get to follow her little journey and tell everybody about it. That's awesome. Yeah, I think give her some love. You know, we'll, we'll put her, we'll post her up there. Everybody go check out her little Instagram. Um, God, I wish I would have gotten started on some Instagram at 11. Yeah, no joke. And, um, uh, Maybe I wouldn't be struggling with it now, you know. 
We never know. I'm still struggling with it. I've been doing it for years. <laughs> I had to do it when I used to write. So trust me, I feel you. If you know, if it was the same algorithm as it used to be, or if if Instagram still actually was trying to just be Instagram, it'd probably be different. Right. Every yeah. social media platform now can't decide which one of their rivals they want to be on top of trying to be themselves rather than just being themselves. Oh, I know. You got to just pick one and go with it. I know. Um, so, yeah, let's give her some love on there. I'm looking forward to seeing how she does. Yep. Um, yeah. HVAC R&D athlete. That's it. Boom. Ripping lips, Ricky Lee. I love it. <laughs> The boat wrap is sweet. I have to, when they get it done, I'll have to show some pictures of that. I know. He showed me uh, He showed me another slight mock-up of it today. I think there's a few little things changing. Um, it looks great. I told him I'm going to get her a HVAC R&D bucket hat. Yes. <laughs> Opa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, we do have a crawl space confession. Episode 76. This one was sent in, of course, by Zach. You guys have got to send some stuff in. Zach just can't send these in. He is, he is carrying the Crawl Space Confessions. <laughs> he is we got our one, one UA factory this. tech and then Zach. Come on, everybody. I think it's about time to put, put the video out there. Zach crawling around the Crawl Space again. I know we got to reel one in with it. I have to figure out a, I have to figure out a Christmas version of it. (laughs) I think I hear music. I hear jingle bells. It was straight Halloween. (laughs) It was perfect. Oh, Um, jeez. All right, so let's see what we got here. This is obviously a voicemail from old Zach Attack. Um, his buddy had a crawl space confession. Oh boy, here Let's we go. See what we got here. Hey, buddy. Oh, it is not on speaker. Oh, here we go. Hey, buddy. I just heard a crawl space confession. I just ran into an old friend of mine from back in the day that's been doing this forever. And he said that one time, because I was telling him about your podcast and the Call of Faith Confessions, and he's like, I got one for you. And so one time he was having to do like a, he, he went behind our installer to, to do an air balance test on the ductwork in this house. And uh, he was going around checking all the vents. And he walked in this one bedroom, and as soon as he walked in this one bedroom, there was a kangaroo just staring at him. And he was just like, what? the hell and then the kangaroo started jumping towards him so he shut the door and ran around the other side of the room because it scared him and now the kangaroo's at the door so he can't get out and he's just staring at this kangaroo like what are we gonna do and then it started jumping back around the room towards him he ran over there and got out of the room and shut the door and turned out the homeowner was a lady that worked at the zoo and something happened where the kangaroo mama wouldn't do, I guess tend to the baby and so she had this baby kangaroo and he just he didn't want to do it and uh, it just uh, I don't know I guess it would scare me too if I saw a kangaroo I didn't know what was in there I'll catch you later man 
Now all I can see is the kangaroo like rocking back on his tail and kicking the crap out of the guy. Like, that's what I told Zach. Like, all right, what are we doing here? And they always got their arms up like they're just about to box the shit out of you. Yes. Just <laughs> you remember the little the little boxing guy where you'd squeeze the trigger and his arm would just fly out straight? Yes. That's how they hit you. They're just like whack. Just, uh, now so I if me I can't, I can't stop seeing the, the two fighting at the beginning of Trevor's uh, video I used oh yeah God, just violent so could me you foodie and Matt kill a kangaroo I think we have a better chance of that than a frapping grizzly bear yeah no I'm, I'm going in I'm so, going in after this dude I'm just choking him right out so so I did post. What's funny? We we bring up uh, the fantastic foursome in our grizzly bear <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Matt and I revisited that briefly the other afternoon, and I said oh, and yeah. we were saying, you know, we never thought about getting the bear drunk, or at least no, trying to. Yeah. Once again, nobody's getting that close. <laughs> Here, drink that. Leave me alone. <laughs> You throw him a beer. <laughs> yeah, you open it and set it down and just run. Hmm. Hopefully, he turns it up. <laughs> Matt, where, where's that nine percenter you were hiding? Right. <laughs> we need something effective for this monster. <laughs> the best, the best still though is Matt's. Like, yeah, if we're all in the woods, we're smashed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not even gonna care. <laughs> all four of us hanging out in the woods. We're plowed. <laughs> That's what's happening. Jeez. So, yeah, I mean, you, you're doing a service call and you just stroll into a room and there's a kangaroo jumping around in there. That's. that's. So I've had the like parakeets or the big birds. And they're in there just talking to you. I've had that. What was the what was the dang cartoon where it always had the random like little Joey kangaroo and everyone's just like, this is so awkward. <laughs> wasn't he a boxer he had his yeah. little boxing gloves on yeah, yeah he always had little boxing gloves and he was like bouncing around most day like doink 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 who <laughs> 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 was he always with it was i can't remember if it was bugs bunny or who it was with but the, yeah, yeah whoever whoever about. the character was was always like would always look at the kangaroo be like what the f is this thing doing here yeah <laughs> like why are you in my cartoon right now <laughs> zach's like it was so and so damn it it was this cartoon i'm sure you're gonna get get a text message around four forty five tomorrow when he gets this oh, yeah. part of the show. And right. <laughs> All right. So we got any um Ryan's been hard at it, right? So we got some partnerships, we got all kind of stuff in the work. We got we have a ton of stuff that's coming. Um I really can't talk about all of it yet. Um right. I knew that. But yeah, there's 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 a ton of stuff coming uh, on the old HVAC R&D uh, horizon. We're definitely working on some giveaways, some some stuff. Yep. For yep, we're gonna have some giveaways. Hopefully, we should have one this month if everything goes well. We're gonna have one this month. We're gonna have one. Looks like in January. Uh, we're gonna have multiple different types of giveaways at AHR. So stay tuned for all of that. Um, we're going to have most of 
probably most of the back half of December and all of January are going to be dedicated to um, AHR focused stuff. Yep. Um, I know Hardy is this week, so uh, enjoy your time at Hardy, everybody. Uh, won't be at that one. That'd be a good Maybe concert. next year. Maybe next year. That would be a great concert, but uh, that's Ron that's Hardy. not what we're talking about. Ron Hardy. <laughs> yeah, talking bad. about talking about the one that ends <laughs> with a I, not a Y. Right. Um, he's yep. good in concert, though. I will say that. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's interesting. So, I am on Trade Hounds individually. I just kind of create an account because I can't get on there with riding. Um, so, I follow H- HVAC R&D, so you should too. <laughs> That's right. Um, but, yeah, I'm following cabinet guys on there, man. I've created a nice little... Dude, there's so much There's so much cool shit on there. <laughs> yeah, man, all the different trades. So, you can <laughs> follow just... <laughs> Yeah, you can just follow subcontractors on there. Um, Because, you know, I'm building a house next year, so I'm following all this stuff. You know, stamp concrete, I want to get into that. I don't want to get into that, but... um, 1315. Cruising along, everybody. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's no Instagram, but it's... uh, for for the trade, it is, you know, I can follow more trade stuff on there than I can Instagram. Well, and I saw something the other day. Um, the trade hound gets hounds guys posted. I think they're up to like three hundred and something thousand users. Is how many people have? That's nuts. That's a lot of people. That is good. Um, and it's a cool logo. Yeah. Hound dog with a hard hat. Yep, and then you know they get they do all kinds of cool little giveaways on there, so those are always cool to watch. All right, so Klein I got one more. A, uh, I say Klein is a huge uh, seems yeah, to be a huge trade house that. person. We're working on some blue check marks. Yep my my calendar alert went off <laughs> for riding yep. to apply for another blue check mark. Yep. Did you do that yet? Nope. <laughs> you saved it in our we we, share, we do a shared calendar, so he saves stuff in there. It pops up on my phone. I, I um, snoozed it. <laughs> yep, you snoozed it. <laughs> I snoozed it for a week or two. So I'm gonna let Jobin uh, for a blue check. I'm gonna let Jobin sign us out. I like it. Let's see what we got. Hey there, Dennis. It's Chopin. Hey, I never heard from you. I'm still in that bathroom, uh, just waiting kindly. Now, listen, it's four, it's five twelve. I know that this time of day you like to go to the pool, but Jesus Christ, it's fifty eight degrees outside, Dennis. I mean, well, I don't know why this is taking so long, but you gotta hurry up. I'm developing this smell, and it's even killing the rats. And it's probably going to kill me, too. Because right now, the only thing I'm able to eat are these rats. It's the only thing in this room. So, anyway, I'm literally a walking pesticide. (laughs) Call me back. I need some toilet paper. Toilet paper. Toilet Toilet paper. Yeah, so, you know, he remember he used the hand dryer. 
Um, which I thought he was fine, but apparently he's still in there. So, <sighs> what a life he's got going on. Poor Jobin. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's... Tomorrow he's liable to be, you know... It's going to be an icicle for it's too, too long. Working at Pelicans or something. It's a little cold for that, too. You never... <laughs> yeah, they're shut down. Oh, yeah, I think they're... I think they're year-round now in Fort Mill. This one up here by my house always closes down. They are still open. I bet they're year-round in Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> the damn... Or <laughs> well, it's 80 of, degrees in December. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, a guy's like, uh, called me today from a distributor. Hey, I need some training. He was, he was from Columbia. He's down there, which... I've never done so much training this deep into the season, but I think everybody's getting to that point where they gotta we gotta yeah. progress our knowledge, man. That's it. I seen in, I seen uh, Foodie tonight working on a little trait on a uh, training board. Yep. And you want to talk about a guy that's got some knowledge, and he's still on a little training board, you know. I was trying to find him some that I that I built, but um, I can take some pictures for you tomorrow if you like. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I should have just took those, but I can make more. So that's another thing. You want to learn about a furnace? Build a training board for a furnace. Take all the components, put them on a board, wire it up. Make it work. I promise you it'll make you better. Just building the training board. You know, where does everything go? How does it wire up? What powers what? Um, yeah, get some pictures of that thing. That little 80%, 80% training board was sweet. Oh, that thing's money, dude. Um, so, yeah, you good? You got anything? I'm good, brother. Good show. Solid. Solid can't performance. Wait to, can't, can't wait to edit the intro. Oh, it's going to be rough. I feel like that's going to, like, everyone else is going to be disappointed. The intro is so good. They're like, man, the rest of this show sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Be good, Trades Crew. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>